It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver, DC Sports YouTuber. You can follow me on Twitter at EDT Triple O F L A Double T. So, this episode is a mailbag episode, and we're going to be talking about Thomas Bryant. We did get an injury timetable update. Um, but for, before we do get into the, some of the questions and talking about Thomas Bryant, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto Amazing Selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and then tell them locked on sent you. All right. So, um, like I said, we're, we're going to get into uh, some mailbag questions. You guys had a lot of questions. I might have to do a two part episode or, or a three part episode with all the questions um, that came in for talking about the Washington Wizards. Not a lot going on, but important stuff for sure. Um, Thomas Bryant, we got an update from his agent. Um, we got a list with, with Bradley Bill. Um, him being listed in the top 10 shooting guards by hoopshype.com. Uh, we'll, we'll see where he falls in line in the top 10 shooting guard list. We'll talk about that briefly. And then we did see him playing in some pickup games with Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, I want to say, yeah, they were playing with Trey Young, some other uh, NBA players, of course. I remember when um, the NBA lockout happened, there were so many uh, open gyms and different things like that. Even even a couple of years ago, a couple of all seasons ago, that. A lot of NBA players, they always do this, but, you know, a lot of the open runs have been on social media, the ones in New York with Carmelo and, and J.R. Smith and, and the New York gym. Um, but it's good to see Bradley Bill getting some working with Spencer Dinwiddie. And you see that Spencer Dinwiddie's playing five-on-five, five, so that's another injury update as well, him being fully recovered, playing on five-on-five. Five. Uh, so that's good to see. And it's good to see him and Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie getting that chemistry um, so they can be one of the top backcourts in the NBA. So just get as much chemistry as they want. But when I saw them playing, they were playing against each other. So it's good to get that competitive edge as well and get ready for practice too. So um, we did hear from Thomas Bryant's agent. Um, Thomas Bryant, man, he, he, had, he, had a, he had a good season before he got injured. He averaged 14 points a game, six rebounds per game. I do want to see him rebound the ball more. I feel like he can average at least eight boards a game, especially with the playing time he was getting. He was, he was in a start. He was starting for us and, you know, getting at least – um, 30 minutes per game. So I do feel like the only that's the only problem I really had with him. And then also um, rebound the basketball. I mean, not, uh, playing defense, you know, or he's just – that's one of his weaknesses is playing defense. But I think he – out of all three bigs that we have between Daniel Gafford, who I love – who I really, really like, I think Daniel Gafford deserves to start. Even, even if Thomas Bryant was fully healthy, I feel like Thomas – I feel like Daniel Gafford um, should be the day one starting center. And then Montrose Harrell off the bench and Thomas Bryant off the bench as well. Um, Thomas Bryant is – he might be the most talented or the most offensively skilled guy. Montrose Harrell is super, super offensively talented. Talented is super offensively skilled as well because he can put the ball on the floor and dribble, put it between his legs and all kinds of stuff in the post and different post moves. And he makes up for being only six foot seven. But Thomas Bryant, he can shoot the three, shot the three at a very high clip. He was one of the best big men shooting the three in the NBA last year. I mean, shot the three at a – pretty darn high clip only played in 10 games this year 
But um, he shot the three really well, 42% through 10 games, nine for 21 from the three-point line. So that was pretty good. He, he's a good free throw shooter as well. He has a good touch around the rim, good touch around the basket. He's a good finisher as well. It's just the only thing that concerns me is the way that he lands. And he kind of lands a little awkwardly. Sometimes when he dunks the ball, he'll celebrate and then kind of like flail down when he's coming down after a dunk or a finish. And um, that's that's one of, that's kind of how he tore his ACL. He just kind of fell awkwardly and uh, tore his ACL in, in the 10th game. He got injured on, in the game against the Miami Heat uh, on January 9th. So t- typically for ACL, it takes about a year, you know, and it's 2021 now. So guys are really coming back from ACL injuries quicker than, than they normally would a couple years ago. Um, you see it in football, too. Adrian Peterson, the way he came back from a torn ACL injury so quickly and played even better than what he was, um, but better before he had the ACL injury, had a great uh, had a great season after the ACL injury. So um, Thomas Bryant, he's dunking the ball now. That's what we're hearing from, from his agent. There's a couple of videos circulating as well, showing him jumping up and down, working out. So that's good to hear. But his agent did say that he would he's expected to be back by either the beginning of the regular season. The regular season starts pretty soon in October, so it's not far away. Almost September, so it's basically a month and a couple of days away, and or or the by the end of this year. So for him to come back in December is is a pretty speedy recovery, and it makes the lineup even tougher to make decisions on because uh, I don't I don't see what's Unsell really doing a three center rotation again, kind of like how Scott Brooks did last year with Robin Lopez, Gafford, and Alex Lynn. I just don't see that happening, especially with the personalities. Montrezl Harrell's just an, he's not a guy that wants to sit on the bench. He wants to come off the bench and get buckets, but you just see how, how he reacts on Twitter and different things like that. Um, you know, when he's the odd man out, and Gafford has to get minutes because it's just his energy and his, his defense. He's by far the best defensive center on the team. But Thomas Bryant was really good last year. That game against the Nets where we beat um, the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn with, with James Harden and uh, Kevin Durant, I mean, he, he went crazy in that game. He played really well, 21 points and 14 boards. That's a, that's a grown man game. 21 points and 14 boards, and he has some strong finishes down the stretch as well, two for two from the free throw line as well. So when he when Thomas Bryant plays like that, that's when it's like, okay, yeah, this is the Thomas Bryant that we paid. We didn't pay him too much, but this is the Thomas Bryant where it's like, okay, he's a young up-and-coming center that we can definitely build around with Bradley Bill. And him and Bradley Bill have really good chemistry off that pick and roll. You know, when they used to do the, the high, the high, high five back in that 2019 season when John Wall was out the whole year. Um, Bradley Bill and Thomas Bryant have really, really good chemistry. So I want to see how Thomas Bryant does when he does come back with the Wizards playing with Bradley Bill, playing with Spencer Dinwiddie, who's a good guard, who's a good playmaking guard, averaged seven assists in 2020 or almost seven assists in 2020. And uh, how he can play with Thomas Bryant. I think they, I think they would match, match very well. And that pick and pop spacing the floor, he's the only center that we really have that can shoot the three and space the floor. And in today's NBA, that really, really helps with our spacing. You know, you have a lineup with, Bradley Bill, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Kyle Kuzma, Rui, Rui, and Thomas Bryant. And there would just be a lot of floor spacing guys who can all face the basket and get to the rim and finish and also can shoot the three as well. So I think that would be a lethal uh, lineup. Now defensively, it would have some flaws. Kyle Kuzma is a good defender, and Rui is a solid defender. Um, Thomas Bryant's not the best defender in the world, but they definitely would space the floor out, and it would be tough for guys to guard him. You definitely couldn't put – a slow big on Thomas Bryant. He, he can shoot the lights out for, for a big man. So I kind of want to see how Thomas Bryant is and what kind of minutes he gets uh, when he does come back into the lineup. So, and then we're going to get into the mailbag question. I just want to give Tom, my guy Thomas Bryant some shine, you know, give him some props. You know, I, I'm a Thomas Bryant fan. 
and I do want to see him come back. And, you know, he, he always brought that energy. He, did, he, did, he does the pump it up celebration when he dunks. You know, he's one of the few guys that, you know, would get pumped on the bench and get pumped in the game. So I'm excited to see him come back. Um, another news with the Wizards, um, Bradley Bill, he is in the top ten uh, in the shooting guard list. He did come in as second. He came in as second per hoops hype. He came in as second on that list. So um, Bradley Bill getting some props. The only guy that's in front of him is James Harden. Bradley Bill's number two. Devin Booker's number three. Donovan Mitchell's number four. Zach Levine came in at five. Shea Gilgis, Alexander came in at six. CJ McCollum at seven. Clay Thompson at eight. Karis LeVert at nine. And R.J. Barrett at ten. So that's your top ten per hoops hype. So they put some respect on Bradley Bill's name. I do agree. I think I do think James Harden is um, the better shooting guard at the moment than Bradley Bill. Um, I don't really have much of an argument there. I just think James Harden, you know, he's able to get more assists and rebound the ball more and create plays for other guys. I think Bradley Bill is capable of doing that too, but he just doesn't do, do it as much as um, James Harden. James Harden can automatically go out there and get a triple-double. But Bradley Bill, the way he scored the ball last year and being the leader of a team and um, going through the dog years these last two years without uh, with a lot of guys injured, um, in that 2019 and 2018 season and weathering the storm. And then he finally gets some help with Russell Westbrook being healthy. And um, he was able to put up 30 points a game. And the guy's a legitimate scorer. He can pass, put the ball on the floor. His ball handling has gotten better every every year. So I just want to see him improve defensively. But Bradley Bill is definitely definitely numbered. You can argue for number one in the NBA as well. I just want to see him lock in more defensively. Hopefully West Unsell can get the best out of him defensively. But I, I think he's – and I do think he is a little – I think he's – him and Devin Booker aren't too far off. They both do similar things. But I think at the moment, Bradley Bill is better than Devin Booker. Um, I think that is a fact for sure. Um, but before we do get into the mailbag questions, this episode is brought to you by Sweatblock. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. It's been super, super hot outside, 90 degrees almost every day in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. So if you don't want to see those sweat marks on your shirts, Sweatblock is the deodorant for you. It works, up, works for up to seven days per use dry shirt guarantee if sweat block doesn't keep you dry you get your money back featured and tested on the rachel ray show by firefighters bestseller on amazon for the past 10 years over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the usa uh wear what you want to wear is your little secret of confidence there is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag whether it's a big presentation or a hot date everyone can benefit uh once again uh, featured on the rachel ray show and also uh worn by firefighters um so check that out the promo is locked on the promo code is locked on you can check it out on cvs you can purchase it on cvs or amazon promo code is locked on for 20 percent off do not miss out on that uh this episode is also brought to you by indeed general man managers ask questions to find the right players like do they have ice in their veins when you're hiring you can use indeed assessments to help make sure you find candidates with the skills you need when hiring gets hard you need indeed the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even interviewing. Don't just hope, don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes are on Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. With Indeed assessments, choose from 135 skill tests to help make sure you're finding applicants, applications from people with the skills you need. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job at post at indeed.com slash hang up. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash hang up. Indeed.com slash hang up. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. 
All right, so let's get into the mailbag. This is always fun. I love when you guys submit questions, man. And like I said before, if you do want to leave, um, you know, it, it definitely helps leaving a five-star rating um, on, the, on the podcast. And then also leave a question with the rating, too. I'll definitely shout you out. Um, I'm going to shout people out right now uh, with the questions. So we'll start off with my guy, Peter. Peter has asked many questions before so far um, since I've started hosting this show. Shout out to Peter. Uh, he is a avid listener. Uh, he says, all right, bro. His name on Twitter is Peter24042528. He says, all right, bro. Question number two. Actually, so I'm sorry. Let me get to his first question here. He says, hey, bro, I got a brief question. Why don't you have Denny Avia starting? My thought is his starting and not starting won't make a crazy difference for the team, but it will be huge for him. I may be wrong, though. I don't know. You said it in one episode that you had KCP starting. Now, I actually changed my starting lineup. That's a good question. So, uh, I actually changed my starting lineup. And there's a lot of guys that can start at that two spot, that three spot, the four. Really, I'm sorry, not the two spot. Bradley Bill's got that a lot. So, spot one, the point guard spot, the shooting guard spot, and the five spot are locks for me. So, there's, there's Bradley Bill, Spencer Dinwiddie at the one, and Daniel Gafford at the five. Really, Rui is a lock at, at, at the four position, too, at the power four position. So, it's really – um, the three man, the small four position is the one that's really up for grabs and we'll see what happens in training camp. We'll see what happens in preseason. I think the candidates for that spot would be, uh, KCP and Kyle Kuzma. I think those are the guys that would really be battling for that three spot. I don't think Dobby's Bertans will be starting. I think he'll just come off the bench and be the sniper, the shooter, if he is still on the roster to start the season off. And then Denny, I just think it's better suited for him to really come off the bench and they be that point forward and be that playmaking forward. I want to say Wes Unseld said that as well, um, to see him come off the bench and be that point, be that point forward, that playmaking forward. He can get guys involved. And if you look at the bench unit, it should be Raul Neto, KCP off the bench for me. So both of those guys shot the three-pointer at a high clip. Uh, Monsters Harold probably off the bench. And then if Thomas Bryant was healthy, you have Thomas Bryant off the bench. He's a, he's a good shooter. And um, at the four would probably be Davi. So you have shooters all around Denny where he can create for other guys and they can just spot up and shoot or kiss for off the bench as well. You just get shooters all around for Denny. So he can play, make and get the best spacing he can get. And I think for him, the best spacing on the floor would be with that second unit where he can just control the ball. You don't really have a ball dominant player in that second unit. You know, Bradley bill is a guy with a high usage rate last year. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. He's a playmaker. He's a guy that gets a lot of assists. And um, Kuzma, yeah, he's kind of a high – actually, he's more of a spot – he he was more of a spot-up shooter last year with LeBron and Anthony Davis. So he would be good to play – I think he would play pretty well with um, with Denny Avia. You know, Kyle Kuzma hit more threes than Trey Young. That's the stat that everybody's um, showing around right now off of less shots. But, of course, you know, Kyle Kuzma was set up with open shots. But to get back to Denny, um, I just think he would be good off the bench. I think that would be good for him. I think he would get – I think he would be more comfortable off the bench too. Um, I just don't like him. I don't like the starting lineup of Bradley Bill, Dinwiddie, Denny at the three, or Denny at the four, Rui at the three. I don't really like that lineup. I just want more shooting. Rui, his shooting percentage just got better, but he just he's, he's still not there yet with the three-pointer. And Denny, was, he struggled a lot shooting the three. He struggled a lot shooting the three-pointer last year. That's just not his – three-pointer is not one of his strengths. Playmaking is one of his strengths. Passing the ball, getting guys open, playmaking, rebounding. He's a really good rebounder, too. And he's a willing defender. He has to improve defensively, too. He did foul a lot last year. But I just think it would be better for him, him and his development to come off the bench. And then we'll see how things – lineups change all the time. So just because I don't have him starting day one 
doesn't mean he won't end up starting um, by game 30 or game 25. We'll see what happens. And injuries happen, knock on wood. We have a deep team. That's why I'm happy with the roster. We have We have a lot of forwards. We have a log jam, as they call it. Um, we have a lot of good guys at at, a, at the three and the four spot. Isaiah Todd, I, I think he'll be in the G League, but I just I'm gonna throw his name in there too because you know he's a guy that might get caught up in the G League and play a little bit too. So, um, but yeah, I, I just like Denny off the bench where he can get the rebound. You know, whether Aaron Holiday's in there too, he's gonna get the rebound. Let him bring the ball up. Let him do what he did in that Nets preseason game where he went five for five from the field, didn't miss a shot was bringing the ball up behind the back passes. He was just having – he was having fun. That, that's the Denny I want to see, the Miami Heat game too. He got to play a little bit. He got to rebound the ball. The games he didn't play with Russ and Bradley Bill were, were out. Um, that's where you got to really see him develop and get better. Um, so I think he would be able to do that off the bench without with Denny Whitty starting and Bradley Bill um, starting as well. So a uh, good question by my man Peter. Um, let's get to uh, our bell. Margalit. I think he um, asked a question before, too. He's on Twitter. So this is his Twitter username. It's A-R-B-E-L-M-A-R-G-A-L-I-T. Arbel Margalit. He has a frog as his profile picture. So um, that's pretty interesting right there. Um, so he says, there are 96 minutes to split among our eight forwards. How do you think they split it? How do you think they should split it? And how do you think or how do you think they would split it? Okay, so you're asking from my perspective, and then you're asking how I think Wes Unseld is going to think. Um, so, yeah, that's a good question, man. There's a lot of fours. Like I said, you got Cole Pope, Avdia, Davis Bertans, Rui, Kuzma. There's a lot of fours on this roster. Even Anthony Gill, if you want to throw him in there, too. I don't think he's going to get a lot of playing time. But, uh, and then Corey Kispert as well. So, there's a lot of small forwards, um, tween, well, not really tweeners, but small forwards, power forwards, guys that can play both, guys that can kind of play two through four. And like I said, last year, we had a three-center rotation. It was basically 16-16-16. So it was three guys. They, they spent up the 40, 48 minutes evenly. Now, if Gaffer was playing better, he would play Robin Lopez. If he was hitting the hook shot, then he would get more minutes. Um, but, yeah, this is a good question, too. So I think Kyle Kuzma, how I would split up the minutes, I have him starting. So out of 48 minutes, I think Kuzma would play about 25 out of those 48 minutes. Now, if he's playing really well, you just got to keep him in there, go with the high hand. He can play 30 minutes north of 30, 30 minutes per game. Um, after that, KCP, if you want to consider him a small forward shooting guard, whichever you want to consider him, I think he's going to get 20 minutes. He probably will get more than 20 minutes per game. And he can, he can get the read the way KCP can get a lot of minutes. He, he can, cause he plays that two guard spot. So they can interchange him between the two and the three. So he can play that shooting guard spot behind Bradley Bill if he comes off the bench or if he starts. He can play the three. They can bring Kuzma in off the bench, and then KCP can go to the two spot. They can bring in Aaron Holiday or Raul Nader at that one and just let KCP keep playing with the with the bench mob or the bench stars and play with Montrose Harrell since they have chemistry as well. So they can split up the minutes there. Um, but I'm going to go with Kuzma with about 20 to 25. Denny. This, this is where it gets tough. It, it's tough. This is why they, they probably have to get make a trade. I, I just think they're going to have to trade one of these guys. I really do. They just have a lot of guys that can play, but not a lot of minutes to really spare. Um, but, yeah, before we get into Denny's minutes, this is a good question, man. It really is a good question. Before we get into, the, into Denny's minutes, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Um, with ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? 
and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Uh, for example, why choose why, does, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or, or a car dealership? Um, a Honda Odyssey full fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but only $216 from Rock Auto. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need from rockauto.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's pick up where we left off. Uh, my guy, Arbo, with a good question. He said there are 96 minutes to split among our eight forwards. So I gave Kuzma minutes. Kuzma for me, I'm going to have to write this down too because it's a lot of guys. You hear my... My pin clicking here. So Kuzma for me would get about 25 minutes. I'm a big I'm a big Kuzma supporter, as you've heard in the previous part. I really think he's a guy that can possibly make a leap. I just feel like when people leave the Lakers and they leave that spotlight, they improve. Thomas Bryant, uh, Jordan Clarkson, um, who else? D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, um, Josh Hart, uh, uh, Blonzo Ball. I mean, Brandon Ingram, the list goes on and on. Guys who have left, left that spot. It's hard to play in L.A. I could go on a tangent here. It's hard to play with LeBron. When you just leave that spotlight, I feel like you get locked in. You go to a different city where you can focus and just focus on basketball. And I think this team could definitely help Kuzma out. This is a team where he can get his shots up. He's got to split a lot of shots up with Rui, Bertans, Bradley Bill. But I, I think this team would really, really be good uh, for Kyle Kuzma to develop and get better. And he's gotten better defensively, too. So. Um, but, yeah, I got Kuzma with 25 minutes. Um, I'm going to say KCP would get about the same – about the same. I'm going I'm to say 20 to 25 minutes as well. So what is that? You said 96 minutes. So 25, 20, that's uh, 45 minutes right there. Kispert's not going to play much. I'm going to just get that one out of the way. I like Kispert a lot, but after looking at somebody, he really needs somebody to set him up offensively. He just does not create that much off the bounce, off the dribble. He did in the Bucks game where he had 19 points. But other than that, it was a struggle. Um, he didn't shoot the ball well from the three, and actually didn't shoot the well, ball well from the free throw line. Even though I still like Kispert. I do like to pick of Corey Kispert. I think it was a solid pick for what we need uh, because we need shooters. We don't have any pure shooters other, other than really Davies Bertans. We don't have guys who are just going to knock the knock the lights out um, or hit deep threes. We let Garrison Matthews go, so we let a shooter go. And we get Corey Kispert at pick 15, who's a three-point specialist. But like I said before, he, he needs guys to set him up. And I don't think he'll be in the G League, but um, he might be in the G League, actually. But I must say he gets about mm, – I would say about eight minutes a game. Eight minutes a game. Somebody's gonna have to. Somebody's gonna have to suffer with minutes. They're just not gonna get the minutes that they really want at that small forward or four spot. So Kisper is gonna be one of those odd guys out. 
Bertans, he can shoot the ball, man. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like him, and he's very, very streaky. But when he's on, he's on. When he's hitting, he's hitting. That Denver Nuggets game is an example of what he's capable of doing. And not only hit threes, but he gets fouled on threes a lot, too. Like, he gets he, he gets to the free throw line just off of shooting threes. Like, guys are flying at this man because they know he will fire away, and he does face the floor. Um, so I'm going to say Davis Bertans gets about – let's go with 18 minutes per game. So right now we got 18 minutes plus 8, 26, plus 20, 36. Kuzma, 25. I'm not a mathematician at all. I'm pretty darn mad, bad at math, actually. So 25 plus 20, 45, plus 8, 53, plus 18 is 71. So we got 71 minutes so far. 71 minutes so far. Uh, Caldwell Pope, I already said him, 20 minutes per game. Denny Avdia, Denny is the one. Denny's the wild card. Denny's the wild card. He really is because he, he he's, he's best as a playmaker. Um, so he's the last guy that he got on the list here. Um, I think he's going to get a good, good amount, a good, good amount of minutes as well. I'm going to go with 18 minutes as well, 18 to 20 minutes, um, off the bench to start off. So right now we got, um, Kuzma 25 minutes, KCP 20 minutes. So that's 45 kiss for eight minutes per game. So 53 minutes right there. Berton 71 and then 71 plus 18 is what? 89. So that's 89 minutes right there. So eight, eight more minutes can go to somebody else on a roster that small. Oh, Rui. Rui, of course. Oh, my goodness. How could I forget Rui Hachimura? Rui's going to get 30 minutes a game. He's going to play a lot. He's going to play a lot. I got him playing a lot this game. Because we know that Wes Unsell's job is to develop Rui and Denny. So they're going to get a good amount of playing time. And Rui deserves He deserves it. He does. He's going to earn it, I think. I think he's going to make a leap. He uh, improved his shooting form from the three-point line. He's got to be aggressive. Got to be aggressive. He's really good at the mid-range shot. He's really good in transition. He's, he's solid finishing around the rim. He's athletic. He can dunk on people. Um, so I, I really want to see him take that step and work on his ball handling to get the ball on the floor. And um, you look at the Sixers series, Tobias Harris, I think he can be somewhat of that mold of a Tobias Harris where he can just get into the post, get a turnaround jumper, face you up, get to the basket, hit a three. I think he can have a game similar to Tobias Harris. Two, two Tobias Harris. And then took Tobias Harris – a couple of years to, to develop as well. He was not a good three-point shooter starting off his career. He definitely wasn't. And then he got better with the Clippers, then he improved with the Sixers as well. So I, I think he can be kind of in that mold of a Tobias Harris. That's where I'm looking for from who, Rui Hachimura. Um, so that's a good question. So I got 25 minutes for Kuzma, KCP 20 minutes, Kispert 8, Bertans 18 minutes, Denny 18, Rui 30 minutes. So it doesn't equal to 96 minutes, but that's what I'm – that's what I'm thinking about for those guys. Isaiah Todd would be in the G League. So that's another forward right there. Berton's getting his minutes. Denny Kispert, all those guys right there. Uh, let's see if we got time for one more. Uh, my guy, Abdullah, on Instagram, he uh, has a YouTube channel. It's called He Got Sports. And he's also with DMV Sports on, on, um, on YouTube as well. He says, where does Denny Abdia fall in the rotation? Um, like I said, off the bench. I think he would be really good off the bench being a playmaking uh, forward, being a playmaking forward. Um, he's what, six eight, six nine, so he's got the height and the length to defend fours and threes to be a versatile defender. Uh, he's got to get down in a stance more. I want to see him sit down more in a stance. That's what I want to see him from him defensively. And of course, working on three point shot that comes. You know, you're a rookie, you're getting used to the NBA three point line. Um, so I think he'll improve on that. And I want to see him improve in shooting overall, free throw shooting too. I want to see him get to the free throw line more. I want to be. I want to see him get strong in the weight room and get more physical. And create more contact and get into the basket as well. I want to see him put some more pressure on the defenders 
uh, going downhill as well, which he, which he is good at when he gets the ball full court. But I want to see him do it in the half court offense as well and also work on that left hand. He's got to work on that left hand. Um, I think the scouting report on him is that he loves to go to his right hand. So I think when he had that dunk against the Miami Heat, he spun off and went to his left and ended up dunking the ball with his right hand. So he's got to work on his left hand, dribbling the ball and finishing with his left hand as well. He did miss some layups, some, some bunny layups too. So he's got to work on finishing around the rim. But I got him coming off the bench with that second unit um, with him shooters, put him in there with. Um, Davies Bertans off the bench, put him in there with um, KCP, another shooter who can defend. Aaron Holiday or Raul Neto, and then at center, Montrez Harrell, and then until Thomas Bryant comes back. And I think that would be good for him with uh, being that point forward. You got some shooters around you guys that can finish around the rim. So I think they would really help uh, Denny out a lot. Um, so we'll stop right there. And then wrap. Um, I did not get to some questions. Um, some of the questions are for the next episode or are if the Wizards struggle in the first half of the season with this new core, do you think Bradley Bill will finally request a trade? So I'll answer that from Clubby on YouTube and then B.O. Green. He said, are they going to make a trade with Davis Bertans? If so, what do you think is worth on the market? That's a good question. So we'll get to that on the next episode. And then Jay Terry asked me, what's my starting lineup prediction? We did, I did talk about that uh, last week um, with Corbin Ford. And he also, will, he also asked, will Rui move to the three? Are we good enough at center to make a playoff run? So he had a couple questions, Jay Terry, on uh, YouTube. And then Alex Coy Jr., he said, how many wins you got us winning this season? Also, Kenny Man DMV. On Instagram, on YouTube, he asked, um, "Did you want? Uh, should we have drafted Bones Highland, or would I have drafted Bones Highland, uh, who's on the Nuggets and out of ECU?" So all those are good questions. So we'll get to that next, and then talk about any Wizards news that does pop up before the next episode. But before we head out, this episode is brought to you by Locked On Today. Um, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at EDTFLAT. We will be getting on you. Locked On Wizards will be coming on YouTube pretty soon. So that should be a lot of fun. You can see uh, what I mean. You can see what I look like anyway if you go to Ed Oliver, um, uh, Washington football team, Ed Oliver Wizards on YouTube. Um, but that will be cool on a different platform. So we, I, I do plan on um, getting on YouTube pretty soon while before either before or when the season starts. So the updates from YouTube will instantly go on YouTube. And then you can still listen to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Um, so make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and leave a question down. I definitely want to answer more questions throughout the off season. So we got some more time, three days a week, until September, the week of September 27th, 28th, when training camp starts. So, all right, you guys, um, you guys have a great day, and hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.